Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about the trauma of transformation. And we're coming from the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 5 through 12. So grab your journals. Y'all, can y'all believe that we are almost done with the month of September? I feel like this month flew by, but I also feel like we connected so much throughout this month. We're doing episodes every day for the month of September. We're almost at the finish line. Two more days. I pray that you guys have been enjoying this 30 days of podcast. I pray that it's been helping you, encouraging you, but most importantly, strengthening your relationship with God. I have enjoyed it. I mean, it's been stretching me, child. It sure has, but I've really feel like we've connected more and I'll be feeling like I'm FaceTiming y'all. Like, I don't know how y'all feel, but I feel like I'd be calling y'all every day. Like, girl, let me tell you the tea. I mean, or boy, boy, let me tell you what's up. Like, <laughs> That's how I be feeling. So I just want to say thank you guys for listening to my podcast, for the DMs, for the comments, for the tagging me on the story. Like I know I can't respond to all of the DMs, but I just wanted to say thank you to you guys. And something that I didn't tell you guys last week is that we hit a million plays, okay? A million plays for the Christian Bay Podcast. And I just want to give thanks, honor, glory, and praise to God. I definitely didn't know how God was going to do it when he told me to start this podcast in 2018, but I'm so happy that I trusted the process. And if you're somebody that received a word from God and you don't know if it's ever going to succeed or you know, you, you're you starting it, you're being obedient, but you don't know what it's going to grow into, I pray that my podcast encourages you to just trust God. Like We don't know his steps, his thoughts, and his ways are far beyond ours, and Sometimes it's just like, God, am I doing this for no reason? Or is anybody going to listen to this? Is anybody going to see this? But I pray that my podcast encourages you to take the first step and be obedient. Even when you don't know what the finish line is or what the finish line looks like, just be obedient because we hit a million plays and I'm just like, wow, God, you are so faithful. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for always listening and supporting the Christian Bay podcast. And here's to a million more plays. As we prepare for the month of October, you guys know that I have been doing like a prayer challenge or some type of workshop or some type of prayer night at the beginning of each month since like August, I think. And for the month of October, we're going to be doing October 8th. So it's going to be eight nights of prayer and it's going to be kind of like a prayer workshop because some nights it's just going to be us praying together, but other nights it's going to be me giving you guys like a prayer activity. I realized with me doing these monthly prayer nights, the beginning of the month is helping you guys learn how to pray more or not even learn how to pray because prayer is just a conversation with God, but I can hear the confidence in your prayers as we continue to pray each night. Because when we do these three nights of prayers or eight nights of prayers, it's not just you getting on Zoom and listening to me pray. We actually have check-ins and check-in with each other each day. And then I start off the prayer and then everyone that's on the call has a time to also say a prayer. So it's not just you listening to me. We have interactive activities that we do and we all pray together and check in with each other the three days or the five days or the eight days, however long we do it at the beginning of the month. 
it's like a prayer sharpening because you get to hear other people pray and you just get more comfortable with praying out loud. So if you're interested in that, that link will be in the description. It's going to be the October 8th. So we're going to do it for the first eight days of October. We're going to be coming together, touching and agreeing, praying over and praying for the month of October and also doing whatever activity or interactive discussion that God gives me for that night, the October 8th. And that link will be in the description. Also for the month of October and to celebrate hitting a million plays, I'm going to be having three of my eBooks on sale for $10 for the month of October. It's going to be the podcasting like a pro. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast, this is the eBook for you. The podcasting like a pro ebook is going to be $10. The shifting season ebook is going to be $10. So if you're in a season of transformation, that's the ebook for you, as well as how to be a full-time content creator or influencer ebook. That's going to be $10 as well. And all the links for these things will be in the description from today. So if you're interested in any of the ebooks, they're in the description, as well as joining us for the October Big Eight, where we're going to be praying and touching and greeting for the first eight nights of October. That link will be in the description as well. Now that we got the announcements out the way, let's get into the scriptures. So we're coming from the book of Mark chapter 2 and we're going to be focusing on verses 5 through 12. Now before God led me to the book of Mark chapter 2 this morning, he began to speak to me about the trauma of transformation. And what the Holy Spirit was dropping in my spirit is that a lot of times we talk about transformation and we talk about changing, you know, I want to glow up, I want to be who God has called me to be, I want to walk in my purpose, and that all sounds so exciting but we rarely talk about the trauma that comes with it there is trauma that comes with transformation and then I begin to think about the trauma that I experienced as I was walking in my purpose and becoming who God has called me to be there's trauma with family members there's trauma with friendships there's trauma with letting go of old things that you thought you would be able to continue to do forever that you're no longer able to do there's trauma with people not understanding this new version of you and now it's kind of weird in our relationship because we had set one tone for our relationship or our friendship and now God is is shifting me to something else so I kind of don't know where we stand and you don't know how to act around me and I don't know how to act around you because I'm in the middle of a transition and it's kind of weird for me to try to figure out where I'm going and who I'm becoming and then you asking me what's up and it's like I don't even know what's up because I don't even know who I am right now the trauma of transformation and it's trying to figure out yourself while still trying to exist in your current world that is traumatic because it's like I'm not acting funny but there is something different about me and I'm going to continue to lean into whatever that is and once I lean into that I don't really know where we're going to stand after that because I don't even know who I'm becoming I'm just being obedient that's all I can do I can't even give you no answers or no clarity about what's happening with me because I'm just being who God is telling me to be and I don't have the full clarity or the full picture of who that is right now I'm still in the midst of becoming that's the trauma that comes with transformation because I can't really put into words the season that I'm in. And I know that you're used to being in seasons with me, but I'm kind of shifting alone and I'm kind of not mad about it. But I am sad about it because I thought you would always be next to me. But it seems like God is calling me into isolation. And I don't know if it's temporary or permanently. The trauma of transformation. 
So as I begin to think about the trauma that I experienced when I was going through my transformation and all of the different changes that happened emotionally and mentally and spiritually, God said in transformation, it's not just trauma with those closest to you. You may also experience some emotional trauma with people who don't know you, with people who are watching the transformation, because we would love to be like a butterfly, to go in a cocoon and to come out all together. But God said, sometimes there's trauma and transformation that's public. So he led me to the book of Mark chapter two, which talks about Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. And in Mark chapter two, verse five, what's happening is we talked about this early on in this month when the four men carried the paralyzed man. And verse five says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. In verse six, it says, now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Verse 8 says, Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Verse 9 says, Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk? Verse 10 says, But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Verse 12 says, He got up took his mat and walked in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. You got your journals? Okay. The first thing that God showed me and highlighted after reading this scripture was verse five when Jesus said to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven. What does that mean? The man was paralyzed. His four friends were carrying him to Jesus because he wanted to be healed. He wanted to walk. And Jesus said to him, your sins are forgiven. So does that mean I can walk or not? Because you talking about sins, but I'm talking about legs. I mean, I don't really understand. It's not connecting. One plus one, not equal to two. What does that mean? And what God showed me is when Jesus said to him, your sins are forgiven. This is equivalent to God saying to us, you are made new. When God says to us, you are a new creature. That is a word that God releases or speaks over us when we give our life to Christ. But what does that mean? If I go to church and I'm told by God, you're a new creature, I still leave and I still feel the same. Like, what does that mean? My sins are forgiven. I'm a new creature. What does that mean? It's, it, that's not any steps. That's not any do this. Now do that. Now do, it's just a word that's spoken over me. And what God showed me is that when we get a word that's spoken over us, like your sins are forgiven or you're made new, we don't know what that looks like, but we do know that something changes. When God speaks a word over your life or when God gives you a word, sometimes it doesn't come with instructions and it's like God I heard the word that you said I received the word that you said but your word didn't come with any instructions I came to you about this problem and you told me that you're a provider so where you providing from like I need some ABC I need some steps laid out for me all you did was give me a word all you did was tell me my sins are forgiven all you did was tell me you're my perfect peace what does that mean So God showed me when Jesus said to the man, your sins are forgiven, physically nothing changed, but spiritually change was released. And that's the first part of transformation. The first part of transformation is receiving that word. Your sins are forgiven. It's receiving that word. You are made new. It's receiving that word. I am your provider. It's receiving that word. I am your healer. It's receiving the word. That is the first part of transformation. And it can lead to some trauma because you can leave God's presence still feeling confused, still feeling like you don't know what to do because you got a word, but you didn't get any instructions. But God said, I'm reminding you today that when I sent the word physically nothing changed but spiritually something was released 
So the first part of transformation is receiving that word. And I know you don't have no steps and I know you don't know how this thing is going to happen. And I know you don't know what it's going to look like in the future, but you got a word. So spiritually, something was released from heaven. The second thing that God showed me while reading the scripture is in verse six, where it talks about Jesus knowing their thoughts and their opinions about the word that he released. And what the Holy Spirit showed me is that people always have thoughts and opinions about what God has to say before God does what he's going to do. Like once God do it, everybody is amazed. But it's before God does what he said he's going to do that everybody feel like they got to give their opinion to you. Everybody feel like they got to share their thoughts with you because Jesus said to him, your sins are forgiven. He hadn't told him to get up and walk yet. Everybody had thoughts and opinions. You mad that God gave me a word. You mad that God told me my business is going to be successful. You mad that God told me I'm going to receive abundance and overflow. I don't even have it yet. Yet everybody's speaking doubt on it. Yet everybody's telling me I'm crazy for believing yet everybody telling me I'm crazy for doing it God's way yet everybody tell me I'm crazy for having faith God uh, God allowed me to see that people always share their thoughts and opinions against his word before he does what he's going to do so he's saying today that when you're in transformation I want you to understand that it's going to be a word release first and that word may not come with instructions but I need you to stand on it and after that word is released I need you to understand that it's going to be some haters that rise up just because they heard what I said to you. They don't even have to see it before they start hating. They hating just because they heard what I'm about to do. They hating just because they heard how I'm going to favor you. I haven't even released it yet, yet they sharing their thoughts and opinions talking about who does he think he is? Who does she think she is having faith? Who does she think she is talking about God is going to bless her business? Who does she think she is going to church every Sunday talking about she not turning up no more? Who does she think she is giving her life to Christ and we ain't seen nothing change yet? God said, don't be surprised in your season of transformation when people release their thoughts and their opinions before I even give you what I promise you because my word, just people hearing my word will lead to them hating. God allowed to me to see that just by you sharing your faith, it will lead to everybody having something to say. And it's just like, dang, I'm not even who I am yet. I'm not even who I am that God hasn't even revealed. God hasn't even done what he said he's going to do. I just shared with you the word that he spoke and you are already feeling a little salty. I just shared with you the word that he spoke and you are already trying to plant seeds of doubt. And God says, I want you to understand that that comes in your season of transformation. So do not be surprised because faith will reveal the fear in those around you. Faith will also reveal the fear that's in you. So I need you to understand when I release this word, it's going to be some clarity that comes forth too. My word releases. My word is like a light. It reveals what's around it. It reveals what's in you. It reveals the things inside the people inside of you too. So I want you to understand just because my word doesn't come with a physical change, spiritually, there's a lot changing and there will be a lot that's revealed to you as well. But I need you to see this before you receive what I'm physically going to do because I don't need you blessing people that's attached to you when they don't deserve to be standing next to you. So God I said, I allow you to see these things. I allow you to hear these things before I give you what I'm promising you. So after I read verse six, God allowed me to see that faith oftentimes reveals fear. He wasn't even up walking yet. They just heard what Jesus said and was already hating, already talking about it, already sharing their opinion. And God said, this is another thing that comes with transformation. And it might create some trauma because it might come from people that you least expected. But my word, just by people hearing it, sometimes it leads to them hating. And that's one of the traumas of transformation. 
The third thing that God revealed to me after reading the scripture is in verse eight, when Jesus responded to them, he responded to their thoughts. And what God said is, let me do the responding. You just stay in position. That's all I want you to do is stay in position. All I want you to do is remember what I said. I don't need you trying to clap back. I don't need you trying to explain it to them because remember, I didn't release any instructions. I just gave you the word. So you really can't clap back the way that you want to because you don't have all the clarity. When I told some people in my family I was doing a podcast, it was people that said to me, so so what do you want to do as far as work? Baby, I said I'm doing a podcast. Like, what part didn't you, didn't you understand? So how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? I can't respond to you because I don't have the answers, but I have a word. And I know you're looking for clarity because you want to share your thoughts and opinions, but I'm, I have a word. I know what God said. So God said to me, he showed me, he said, you got to let me do the responding because I didn't even give you enough information for you to go back and forth. I just gave you the word. So all I need you to do is stay in position. All I need you to do is trust what I told you and I'll take it from here. I'll respond to their thoughts and their opinions I will let them know what I have to say to them but as for you I just need you to stay in position all I want you to do is wait for the word all I want you to do is wait for the next thing that I say to you or the next thing that I tell you to do all I want you to do is stay focused so that you can catch the next signal when I send it I'll do the responding and the speaking When they was over there with their thoughts and opinions, verse nine says, Jesus said, which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Cause why they talking or why they thinking that they thinking I'm gonna prove them wrong. I don't need you to try to defend yourself because this is the word that I gave you. This is the will that I assigned to you. This is the purpose that I gave you. So if I gave it to you, I don't need you to try to defend it. I'll take it from here. I need you to stay focused so that when I release the next signal, when I release the next word, when I tell you what I want you to do, you can move according to the cue. And that's what happened in verse 12. After Jesus said to the man, get up, take up your mat and go home. Verse 12 says he got up. And what God showed me in this verse really blew my mind. Y'all, how does a paralyzed man know how to get up? He's never done it before. How, how, how am I going to get up? And once again, there was no instructions that was given, but he was paralyzed. That's almost like telling a newborn baby, walk, get up and walk. I've, I've never done this before. How are you going to tell a first generation college student to graduate? How are you going to tell a first generation entrepreneur to have a successful six figure business? How are you going to tell a child that came from poverty to have a million dollar home? I've never done it before, but Jesus said, get up. And this is the fourth thing that God showed me. God said the trauma of transformation is becoming in front of an audience. That's the main trauma that comes with transformation is I'm calling you to become in front of an audience. I'm telling you to get up while they're talking and watching. I'm telling you to graduate while they're saying nobody ever done this before. I'm telling you to have a successful business while they're saying, girl, you barely get in sales. I'm telling you to have a successful marriage while they're saying that doesn't happen in our family. I'm telling you to get up in the presence of an audience. So I want you to understand that the trauma of transformation is that I'm going to call you to become while people are still watching. And as humans, of course, our thoughts is what if I fall? But God is saying, what if you fly? See, today, God wants to remind you that his strength is revealed in your uncomfortability. 
I know this is new, but God is saying, get up. I want you to get up in front of them because through you doing it and them knowing that this has never been done before, that is proof of my power. That is proof of the word that I spoke to you from the beginning. That is proof that my word will not return to me void. So I know you never did this before, but they also never saw it before. And this is where it's going to be traumatic is that I need you to figure out how to get up in the presence of an audience. And it may take you a little while and it may feel a little uncomfortable. And they may still be thinking what they thinking and saying what they thinking. But through you being obedient, I'm going to give you the strength to do something you've never done before. Jesus said, get up, take up your mat. And it says he got up. It doesn't say how long. It doesn't say if he stumbled. It doesn't say if he had to keep pushing. It doesn't say if he had to sit there for a minute because he never did it before. And this is why I also want to encourage you. Don't allow not being perfect to make you stop pushing towards the purpose of God because you never did this before. You've never been this version of you before. And God understands that this is the trauma of transformation is that you have to become sometimes in the presence of an audience. But God says, as long as you keep pressing for it, As long as you keep pushing towards the mark, my strength will keep rising up in you and you will get up and be who I have called you to be because my strength is revealed through uncomfortability. So today God has given us insight on the trauma of transformation because he's saying, I need you to be bold enough who I'm calling you to be in the presence of an audience that may not believe in the presence of an audience that may be waiting on you to fall back down. They watching to see if you really going to get up. They watching to see if you really going to have faith. They watching to see if you really going to be successful. They watching to see if God is really going to show up the way that you said he's going to show up. God said, and I need you to be bold enough to become in the presence of people who don't believe. I need you to be bold enough enough to try to get up and do something that you've never done before. I need you to be bold enough to believe the word that I spoke to you at the beginning, even if it didn't come with any steps. I need you to be bold enough to stay focused in spite of them talking, in spite of their thoughts, in spite of their opinions. I need you to stay focused so that you can hear when I send the next signal. God said, I need you to be bold enough to become. And the only way you're going to do that is by understanding that it's going to come with some uncomfortability. But God doesn't need you to have all the clarity to step into who he's calling you to be. He just needs you to believe. So if you're somebody that feels like you're in a season of transformation or you feel like you're transitioning and you're starting a new season of your life, God is reminding you today that all you got is a word, but you still going to get up. And that has to be your mindset. All I got is a word that says my sins are forgiven. All I got is a word that says God is doing a new thing. All I got is a word that God says I'm a new creature. All I got is a word that God said I'm going to be prosperous. All I got is a word that God said I'm ahead and not the tail. All I got is a word that God says I'm fearlessly and wonderfully made. He didn't give me any instructions with this word. He just gave me the word. So being that all I got is the word. That's what I got to hold on to. But in spite of not having the clarity or the steps, I know that I'm going to get up. I know that I'm going to get up. I know that I'm going to be successful. I know that I'm going to be prosperous. I know that I'm going to be blessed. I know that I'm going to receive abundance. I know that God is my healer. I know that God is going to make a way out of nowhere. I know that I'm living in my purpose. I know that I'm heading towards my destiny. I know that I'm moving towards my calling. All I got is a word and it don't come with any steps clarity but I know that I'm gonna get up because I'm believing and I'm sowing seeds in me that water me spiritually I can't get so stuck on the physical that I'm bothered by the fact that I don't know the step by step because spiritually something is being released with the word that God has spoken over me and that's today's seed today's seed is the seeds for me 
Because I'm sowing into myself spiritually. Spiritually, I'm sowing into who I'm about to be. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I don't have the exact steps of how I'm going to become her or how I'm going to become him. I don't know the blueprint in step A, B, and C and how it's laid out. But I do know that I got a word spoke over me. I do know that God has promised me something. I do know that prosperity is attached to me. So based on that word that God has given me, I'm going to sow seeds into me. And I'm going to believe that God is going to give me the strength the strategy, the signal, and the cues to become who he has calling me to be, even if it's in the presence of those who don't believe. I'm sowing seeds into me. And you can sow the seeds into me seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell, the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Seeds into me because I have the faith to believe and to become, even if it's in the presence of those who don't. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us another opportunity to be in your presence, to be in your word, Father God, to experience your peace, to experience the wisdom and knowledge that comes with living according to your will, your word, and your way. Father God, today we sow the seeds into me, seed, Father God, and we sow it as faith, as the word that you have spoken over our life. Father God, we release our need for physical steps to be revealed to us, and we cling on to the spiritual word that you have released to us us, Father God. We believe every word that you have spoken, whether we see it or not, Father God, whether we understand how it's going to come to pass or not, Father God. Today, we sow the seeds into me seed, Father God, and we say that I see who you're calling me to be. Even if I don't see the steps, I know that I'm going to be great. Even if I don't see the plan, I know that it's going to be prosperous. Even if I don't see the point, I know it's going to be purposeful. Father God, I'm sowing into me today because I'm believing what you said in the presence of unbelievers and the presence of my doubt and the presence of my fear I'm still believing and I'm sowing into me father God today I'm sowing and I'm saying help me with my unbelief help me with my disbelief help me with the parts of me that doubt help me with the parts of me that fear because I'm pressing towards to the version of me that you're calling me to be I'm pressing towards your word I'm pressing towards your presence father God and I'm sowing into the version of me that I am becoming Whatever that looks like, whenever that happens, today I'm letting you know that I believe in the transformation of me. We love you, Father God, and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. There will be a new vlog up today on the Christian Bay TV on YouTube, so make sure you guys go watch and subscribe. I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.